Did you know we live stream the recording of this podcast every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook, Rumble, Twitch, Kick, and X? Come join us. I'm every woman. Hey, everybody. It's Monday morning, Boomer Bunker. Time to fight the heat wave by blaming climate change. Not doing the pronoun throwdown, I am Boomer Bob. A man who's better in VR than in real life, John Domingo. God damn, if that isn't true. You know what, Bob? I'm happier than a transgender woman in a New York, New Jersey prison. How you doing, boss? You mean you're happier than these two people? Making six figures. Jesus Christ, I saw that picture earlier, and I was like, come on, Really? You know they're taking that picture just as a troll. Cut me a break. Two of the most ugliest broads you've ever seen in your entire life. Jesus. I, I really think Sinead O'Connor's gone downhill. Oh, uh, yeah. She's got she's got quite the five head, doesn't she? Nothing I mean, compares. My nothing, knees. nothing compares to you. So in New Jersey, they removed a trans woman prisoner because she knocked up two female prisoners in the jail. Now, again, New Jersey being the kinder, gentler state to your uh, basic LGBT and the rest of it, uh, they said, well, you know what? If you identify as a woman, we'll move you in a woman's prison. And they're over there fucking like rabbits because it was consensual. But you're not allowed to have sex in prison. What? Okay. I th- I thought it was you were only like completely trans. And excuse my ignorance here or don't. I really don't care. But I thought you were only completely trans if you had the full, you know. No, dude. No. All you have to do is say, um, I'm every woman. But I thought that was just a transvestite. Now, they don't, there's no such thing as transvestites anymore. They, they took the vestite. Come on, CERN, do your job. Like the penis, they chopped off the vestite from the trans. <laughs> Sometimes. Kind of, sort of. Yeah, they were in a pickle over there because they don't know what to do because more and more men... I'm telling you right now, if I ever were sent to prison, I would transition like that. But now... So what they did with this woman is they moved her into a place where there's no prisoners. Like it's a shut down juvenile detention center that no one's using anymore. So now they got to staff this place and all this money for her. Well, I mean, at what point do we say, okay, enough's enough. If you got a tallywhacker, you're going to go to the men's. Sorry. Again, honest to God, I really do believe it's a, a case by case basis. I mean, what's the worst they could do over there? Spread monkeypox. The only other thing I would say, this is what I would do. I would say, fine. You want to go to the woman's prisons be- prison because you're transgender? You have to get a vasectomy. Voluntarily. I don't want to hear the shit we made you. That's- Voluntarily get us for insectomy. Vansectomy. Vasectomy. Have your vans, <laughs> your vases snippy snippied. And then, you know, then you can go over. And we don't have to worry about it. You can do whatever you want over there. It's fine. Everybody be doing. Every prisoner yeah. would be doing it. That's, I, th- I think that's very fair. Yeah, and here's the other thing. I would say this: any prisoner that wanted to get the snippy snippy 
should be able to go, you know, just let them have uh, sex all the time. It would calm the prisoners down, I would imagine. It's in it New Jersey, so they'll be able to get abortions if they want them, but these women will probably carry to term. Sure, and, and they'll have to be removed. The babies, the babies will be removed. Here's the thing. I think that it would do one of two things. It would cut down on the prison rape, or maybe increase it. I don't know. We'll see what well, happens. Who says it was rape? Well, they didn't. I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, in the male prison, I'm sure most sometimes it's rape. Sometimes it's a way to get a, I don't know, a can of tuna from the <laughs> from the commissary, whatever it's called. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it, the the world's all topsy turvy, and I, I got a kind of a theme a little bit here is that I just want to talk about the ridiculousness of the world today. I don't see anything in here from you. So you're going to have to, I, I, for, I have a couple of things there. Um, one of them's on the board. I added it while I went to my emergency bathroom break right before the show. Okay. All right. Well, why don't we go with you first? Let's see what you got going on. Well, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you something that was kind of left over from last show. What's the weirdest thing that you've seen at a red light? The weirdest thing, uh, well, like an, uh, the weirdest thing I've seen in a red light was a crash. Like you're sitting there and then all of a sudden someone wants okay, to yes. turn and, and you're not paying attention and someone goes to turn. Matter of fact, it happened to me Saturday. Really? I was out Saturday. I'm sitting at the red light and I'm just listening to a podcast. You know, you're just sitting there listening and all of a sudden sure. a person turns left and another car just plow. Not, not even a, you know, normally you hear a, nothing, just Pow. no brakes or nothing nothing one car spun around two times and and airbags deployed all that shit i guess nobody was injured because they were out of the car you know i'm sure they're sore this morning but they, they the speed limit there is around 40 miles an hour 35 miles an hour so i don't think they hit they hit a ton hard enough i mean if you're sitting there a dead stop and someone hits you 35 mile an hour that'll take and loosen your feelings Are you the number one car now second car but yeah i've been there too number two car except these people just straight up ran the red light and the car up in front of me oh went first and i was like whoa 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 i was honking and they, that car i saw him way off in the distance zooming man there were yeah. no I, I thought there were cops after him no they just weren't paying attention and you're, damn, honking, you're honking they're looking in the rear view mirror i'm going up <laughs> <laughs> that might have been it um no the uh i was I was on my way to work the other day and I'm at a, I'm at a light. I'm number one. I look over and there was this car that was just riding my ass the whole time. I do the damn speed limit. Sorry, deal with it. So I look over this person's driving at the red light, eating a bowl of cereal. No shit. A full on glass bowl, spoon, milk, the whole nine yards. Do you have a cup holder that holds that? I mean, how do you oh. make that work? I would, I have no idea. Couldn't just grab a pop tart or something or put it in a glass so you can just drink it. Right. Oh, well, look at you with the, see, you're a problem. Well, so, another, another thing to add to the fucking <laughs> lore that is Bob's diet plan. <laughs> how I created all this. Right. Is I don't put milk on my cereal. I drink it in a glass next to it. Oh my so God. I'll have a tumbler cup of cereal and a tumbler cup of milk and i'll put some chew it and then yeah that's just how i like it sorry oh my god okay 
So I don't Duchess, like I don't like wet food. Duchess, <laughs> Duchess has a question. That question is: You eat cereal? Yes. And what cereal do you eat? That's my follow-up question. Just all different kinds. I don't eat the you know Odie fucking brand bullshit. No, 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 no. I need to know the brand name of the cereal that is in the Boomer Bob mm. household. I mean, if I'm throwing caution to the wind in regards to what goes into my body, yeah, probably like Fruity Pebbles or Honeycombs or that kind of stuff. Okay. Who doesn't like that shit? Oh, I'm a, I'm a big honey. As a matter of fact, one of my favorite cer cereals back in the day was called Sugar Pops, but I don't know. I think they're called Corn Pops now or whatever. Uh, they were sugar like pops, pops were the ones with the bear on the front. That was no, always there, they, were sugar, they were Sugar Crisps. Oh. And they were like little puffed oats. These things were like little yellow balls of goodness. Kind of like kicks. Kind of, but these were bigger. And it's really, I, but I really, and then Captain Crunch, love Captain Crunch. The problem with Captain Crunch is, it, it's like eating a uh, broken glass. It tears. Ah, it, it was, I eat. I eat crunch berries without the milk. Yeah. See. Never ripped the skin off of my mouth once. I don't understand that. And I, here's the thing that I like. I like my cereal soggy. I don't like crunchy. Actually, I don't want my cereal crunching in my ears in the morning. Okay. I I have to address this one. Duchess says Bob is bougie. Hashtag name brand cereal. Well, okay, no, actually, I don't buy the name brands because they're the ones who put things like trisodium phosphate into it. I go for the other brands like Multimeal or or the the bagged kind because if you look at those ingredients, there's like five things in there, all of which you can enunciate. Yeah, I, just the wonder of Bob. Bob, every time you think Bob has told you everything you need to know about Bob, he comes up with some kind of crazy. Yeah, well, thing. there you go. So, but. I, so I will tell you this. I'm not doing it at a fucking red light. Now, okay, I get that. Oh, here's another thing that I just thought of. So back when I was an elevator repairman in the city of Philadelphia, they had a large homeless population. And every once in a while, you'd see them, like, all over the place. Like, there was Philly Jesus. Philly Jesus, what was this? What are you laughing at? I'm sure it was Aldi-O's. Is that what you're yes. laughing at? All the, all the O's. All the O's, Duchess, in the chat. So um, you would get to know, like, there was Philly Jesus. There was a homeless guy that was always dressed up like Jesus, carrying around a Bible and a cross. He'd put a cross on his back, and he'd carry it around. And then there was the dancer. Now, the dancer was a little guy, and he had, like, a white beard, full white beard. And in the summertime, like right now, when it's hot as hell out, he would be in, like, uh, jackets and pants, and, and he had a wool hat on. And he would go, and when the red light would turn red, he would walk out in the middle of the street and just start dancing. Like he would just spin and dance and pirouette wow. and do this thing. And any, then any music or anything? No, no music. Really? He would just sit there and dance and look and point at the cars and all. And then when the light turned yellow, he would go like this. He would look, he would, the other light would turn on because he's paying attention. The light would turn yellow. He would go and he would turn around and dance off. I, I did it every time. So, yeah. And I must have seen the dancer doing this. Now, I was in Philadelphia in the late 90s, before 2000. This is when I was working as an elevator mechanic in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. So about five years ago, I'm sitting there, and I don't know. How long has it been? Like It's over 20 years. This guy was old then. I look, and there he is. He's still out dancing, out in the street. Wow. He came in. Yeah, I was like, holy shit. Like, this is one healthy homeless guy. But he's... In a coat, in I guess he he's wearing everything he owns. I don't know the last time he had a bath or whatever. 
You would think that they would never last, like homeless wouldn't last that long. Unless, unless it's another, like Santa Claus, another guy that looks like him took over and is now the dancer. Yeah, when it comes to that, the only thing I've seen around here is in the that part of town. You'll be at a light and there's a black people dressed to the nines, beautiful suit, nice hat, right? Holding newspapers. Black people. News, yes. They're, they're newspapers. <laughs> they have their own newspaper here. I and, did not know uh, that. Yeah, they'll walk up to cars with black, black people in them and see if they want one for a dollar or whatever. Now, do they bypass white people? Mm. They will not sell to white people? I've had one time I had one black people do that and be like, hey, dude, do you want one? I'm like, mm, I'm good. I can't read illiterate. I know. Yeah, it's, well, like I said, the homeless people, it was bad in the 90s. I can't imagine what it's like in Philadelphia now. I, I don't go over there anymore. Again, when I get back into my theme, we'll talk about this more. So, yeah. Real quick, too, speaking of dudes dressed to the nines, wearing a nice suit, and they, and that, that shit was in, like, 98-degree heat they're out there doing that. God bless them. And wearing a dark brown, you know, brown suit. Beautiful suit. The dude was wearing, the dude was dressed. He was looking fresh. But mm -hmm. in that kind of heat, I'd be okay if you were in just a t-shirt and some shorts, you know. So what is the deal? What's the deal with weatherman wearing full-on suits, man? What's Which, the deal? Is that necessary? I, I Every time I look, the weatherman's wearing a full-on coat, tie, the whole nine yards. Is that necessary anymore? I'm going to say yes, and I'll tell you why. Because when people are presenting something to you, whether it's information or, uh, you know, the news or something, I think it should be formal. And I think if you're going to do that, you're going to wear a suit. I think a woman should wear a dress. Bob, you don't have to put your tie on. Nothing that we do here is informative. All right. <laughs> well, I was just going by your rules. Yeah, no, I, I, I believe that. I believe that, like, I don't... I, so, so that's part of it for me. When do you expect someone to be wearing a suit? I expect somebody, I, I expect a doctor to wear a tie. Now, maybe that's me being, I don't know, but I want my doctor to wear a tie. Really? You know? Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah. I if, just, I, if he's wearing a, a white coat, I'm fine with that. Right. If, a, if it's a woman, I want her dressed nicely. I don't want to see my doctor in a pair of uh, golf cleats. Yeah, it's like uh, you know, khaki pants and a polo shirt. I, I don't want that. To me, that's like you yeah, don't take. That means he's laid stuff. back, man. He's chill. Yeah, I don't need I that. I need, I need my doctor on point. <sighs> Uptight, you mean? I think the opposite. I'd rather like, okay, you're in court, something like that. Yeah, I want everybody, you know, wearing suit who's involved. But I mean, the weatherman or my doctor, or I just can't think of any other type of a scenario where. It's necessary to wear a full-on suit, man. I just, see, it's this day and age, it's, eh, it's old school. See, your better half says, my doctor in a tank top. And what mom's saying is that uh, you're in Alabama, so a tank top is kind of like a suit. Well, it's, yeah, I mean, we call it a, I don't know if she's talking about like a, a wife beater. Yeah, that's what, they, that's what a tank top is. Well, a wife beater up here is a plain white tank yeah. top plain white tank top yeah, un undershirt type of a tank top exactly yeah which i i own a couple of those and i look horrible in them i would yeah. never wear them without another shirt on top of them exactly i would need a brush. I look, I look like a bowl of mashed potatoes that had too much milk put in it exactly 
when I'm not dressed. Right. Adam the Odd asks, would you respect a doctor in hooker boots? Only if she was giving me a prostate exam. Clear heels. Oh, clear heels. Yes. That's a good one. Like that. Now, wait a minute. I shouldn't say that. If my male doctor walked in and hooper hooker boots, <laughs> I would just, excuse me, I gots to go. <laughs> All right. So your doctor walks in and it's either of these two. This is the doctor and the nurse. Yeah. So Sorry. What do you do? I, I, I get up and I, I I limp as fast as I can out of the <laughs> <laughs> there's no way I'm sitting yeah, excuse me. Yeah, when you get yourself straightened out, maybe you can talk to me about me. I think you need so, there's shit that needs to be done with you. All right. You need gonna, you need help. You need more help than me. Gonna feel a little prick in your mouth. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. No, thank you. Harry, <laughs> let's see Harry in the chat. He wore oh, a sleeveless big well, red another, shirt out to eat yesterday. That's the other Harry. That's the Alabama Harry. Yeah, Alabama Harry. Okay, well, I'm making sure you wasn't talking about the, about the Perth. No, no, I know which. I know my Harry's, Bob. Oh, I know Harry. my Harry's. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so. My mom, that was my dad's name. What, Harry? Yep. Okay. Oddly enough, that was my wife's dad's name too. Harry. Both of our dads were named Harry, and they weren't nicknames for like Harold or Henry or whatever. It was their actual birth certificate said Harry H A R R Y on them. Huh. <laughs> That's a trip. Yeah. Uh, well, I didn't know Harry was short for something. To be honest with you. Well, it can be. I mean, if your name's Harold, they can call you Harry or or whatever. You know, Hank, that kind of shit. Gotcha. All righty. All right. So if I could get into my theme of criminality and how it has become mainstream now, and now how it's just, we just allow it. We don't do anything. So the first thing I want to talk about is this story out of the New York Post. And let me get it up here. I'm, I'm a little slow on a Monday. Just saying. Hold on. Uh, addressing chat. You guys are able to apply for a Twitch affiliate. You, you do know that, right? Yes, we know that. But we don't, we're not out for your money. Yeah, we're not here for money yet. All right. So, God, boy, I'll tell you what, they're making the ads bigger and bigger, aren't they, Bob? Oh, that. yes. I, now I saw a little bit of this. I just didn't understand the context of it. So I kind of right. guessed that you would bring it up. So right. let me see if I can roll this back. All right. So here's the story. A Minneapolis mom, um, she someone is trying to break in her house. Now, I don't know right now if it was the father or someone she knew, but they were trying to break in the house and kill her. She has two small children. She calls the police. The police come. They get a, in a, a confrontation with this uh, gentleman, and they shoot him graveyard dead. Now, this piece of sh these piece of shit, Black Life Matters protesters, show up and are protesting at her apartment about the police shooting a black man who's trying to break into the house with a gun to kill this woman and maybe her children, but at least her. And now they're protesting. Now, I have the clip, which is... Um, it, this might pop off. Let me... Hang on a second. Okay, here it is. Were the cops white? No. I don't know. I never even got to that part. Okay. All right. So that's the gist of the story. All right. So here we go. So now what I'm going to do. 
is I'm going to play the video. All right. All right. And this oh, lady boy. is incensed. I mean, she is. Yeah, isn't she like 24 years old or something? And she's, she's young. young. Yeah, here she is. I'll bring this volume down a little bit. So she's bring... she's talking at the Black Lives Matter crowd, correct? Right. Outside correct. of the apartment that she, I don't think she can go back into now because it's full of fucking bullet holes, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. Here it is. I'm sure it was a terrible day. You're alive. Shut up. Tell me when you want me to pause it, okay? No, I just, I'm just saying, she, you know, she's like yelling grief and silence, and these people are here about the criminal, the criminal, the one that was in there trying to kill her. They're protesting because he was killed. What, what was supposed to happen? Were they supposed to talk him down? Were they supposed to allow to kill her? If the, if the guy killed her. And the cops took him into custody. Where would they be? Would they be Would they be celebrating her life? Would they be protesting because that happened? No, they did not. Well, They're over there because the police killed a black man who was committing a. It was in the middle of committing a crime with a gun, trying to kill somebody. In other would, words, the police were doing their job. I'm sorry, Bob. Go ahead. Why would these three assholes be grieving anything? Right they, again, virtual signaling white people. Shut the fuck up. Again. They're sitting there, and the one guy's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sure it's hard for you." Yeah, it is. It is. I had some guy try to break in my house. There's bolt holes. There's bolt holes in my kitchen, and the police came and did their job. All right, and now you're over here pissed off because they killed him. They should have killed him. All right, and the fact that they're they're protesting. This is a piece of shit organization. This Black Lives Matters organization is a piece of shit organization, and anybody that supports this. And as far as I'm concerned, you're a fucking moron. Well, I'm going to go ahead moron. and throw this out there. Not that we have any of the black people actually watching our show, but if there are, then please tell me, how has Black Lives Matter helped your life? All, all they've done is help themselves to all that, all that good old Steve white cash. money. Yeah, and then donate it to liberal causes, we'll just say. Yeah, this is again. I'm so sick. Candidates celebrating bad behavior, celebrating crime, celebrating lawlessness, and 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 just because you feel they've they've talked you into feeling guilty about slavery that happened 150 almost 200 years ago. All right, and now now I'm not saying that there's not if black lives really mattered. If they did, they would be in Chicago on the weekend trying to keep the you know the peace in the streets. They would be going into the inner cities and educating uh, the children where they could get a good education and a good job and come out of poverty. Nothing has uh, brought people out of poverty more than education and and an uh, availability to make it a living. And that's what you need. That if you're doing that, then yes, Black Lives Matter. And I believe that the statement "Black Lives Matter." I believe that. I believe Black sure. Lives Matter. That yeah. the organization Black Lives Matter is nothing but a grift. And what it's done is it has these white people out here trying to advocate for a a murderer or an attempted murderer. Where is? Tell me where the common sense in that is. I can't, I can't tell you that because there are none. I, I'm sorry. I'm over here wrecking my brain, but there's no, I don't understand. You would think that with all of the negative things that that organization has been attached to over the last couple of years, that they would just drop it and just find another name or, or another, another thing to call it because BLM is, has with all the shit that's 
been done under the BLM name and what uh, Patrice Cullors has done to the organization, to their reputation. I mean, she really put a black eye on that organization. Yeah. Yeah, again, it, it, they took this, they took a perfect opportunity, and they basically just grifted it into where they're making all this kind of, they're making all this money from it. And Candace this. Owens went there to try to talk to her, and she, she she's avoiding her with the plague. How like, about this LM? Okay. Lives matter. I'm not saying, yeah, but here's the thing. I'm not saying that we, you know, we shouldn't try to up, we should try to help all poor, all poor. But since there's a lot more poor black people, then I, I believe that that should be something that we should prioritize. Uh, you know, sports has brought uh, more black people out of pover- poverty than anything else. I mean, getting uh, scholarships and then they, they go to college, they get a college education, they get a good job. And the next thing you know, they're sending their kids to college and, and, and other family members to college and then they're coming out and getting a job. So that's the way to raise awareness and also uh, raise up black people from poverty. It's just the way it is. And so what we don't do that now, we just, we don't do that now. I don't know if you want to play the rest of this. Not really. It's just okay. more of her. And I, I kind of agree with her go away, go home. This is my problem. This is, I mean, you know, thanks for your damn sympathy, but it's to the wrong person. Right. If you really wanted to help, you would help this woman who now doesn't have a home for her and her kid or kids, whatever. Yeah, she's going to be living in a car with her kids. Yeah, because she can't go into her apartment because now it's a crime scene. Right. You know? And I think it looks like she's a person. She says her kids are black. She looks Hispanic or maybe. Right. A little bit. Maybe. Uh, Latina, Latinx, whatever they call it. Um, I want to address somebody in the chat here. I haven't seen the name before. Uh, CIA Cowboy. Uh, welcome Welcome to the show. Welcome to the chat. Uh, if a church, if a church denomination or a mosque were to do the things that BLM has done over the last five years, that church would be labeled a terrorist organization. Very true. I think if anybody that wasn't attached to a minority group, if any group that was not attached to a minority group did any of this shit, they'd be well, January 6th. Yeah. You know, locked up. Put in uh, solitary, no phone call, no lawyer representation, nothing. Just solitary. We'll come get you when we need you. Oh, Bob. One of my tweets was deleted. Oh, not another one. <laughs> not what you do. No, no. I didn't do anything. So I was going to bring up, and I can't, but uh, $500,000 of merchandise was stolen from a luxury store in Malibu, California. Uh, in broad daylight by at least i counted five black people now they're just they're in the store and they're just grabbing stuff handfuls and handfuls of stuff and they just run right out of the door with it can you see this uh the tweet it's the lives of i'm bringing it up now why can't i see it maybe it's my account oh i know why because i'm not signed in so here they are do we need the audio now they're right. just running out, running out of the store. Handfuls. Let's see. I, I count as four. Look at them. Really awesome. Thank you so but, much for but I mean, the majority of them are being responsible. They're wearing masks to protect others. That is true. That you know what? You don't want to spread COVID. This, yeah, exactly. They have yeah, masks. I mean, yeah, you know, at least they're 
caring about the you know human aspect of this right and and how about the store employees sitting there saying thank you thank you for this we have thank you yeah because that's insurance money i guess and then if you want to bring up the next one which i because i don't want to make this sound racist how are you how are they able to get video from inside and outside the place i think when you see a bunch of people running out of a store in malibu california a bunch of black people running out of the store how'd the one get the bag i mean one of them looks like they have a bag like they hold on hey yeah. man, can, you, can i get a bag for all this hey, yeah, like, yeah, sure. and now here they kick up what, what just happened here i can't believe that they're still running out oh come back now that shit was that shit looks staged like i'm telling like, you well, they, it's a story there's a story to get i mean it's a news story there's a news story that was reported on with this mm. so yeah they're just running out doing a just smashing five hundred thousand dollars worth of merchandise i mean cut me a break oh okay yeah they got uh dis- display cases full of uh okay they smashed display cases full of rolexes uh birkin bags i have no birkin. idea what that is that's a very expensive bag yeah, i wouldn't know because i'm a guy yeah it's true and i'm poor so right not my world this shit doesn't really bothers me. It's it's when they hit the like Walmart, they anywhere that I go because all that does is raise prices up. Right. The CIA cowboy also says, "Where was Black Lives Matter when black retired officer was murdered in Minneapolis while guarding a pawn shop during the riots? Where have they been over the with twenty children have been gunned down in gangland shootings in Memphis? You know, this year alone. Yeah, he's absolutely right. If Black Lives Matter, if they really truly matter, then there would be they would approach this differently. That's what I'm saying. Uh, the organization. Now, just because I don't want you to think I'm picking on black people. Here we go. Now, here's a gentleman. He decides to come in. He's got something in his pocket. What are we going to do here? Uh-oh. What did he have? No. He's got a rock, a big giant rock. Can't, can't oh, See, There's two things that are better than that, and they're very cheap. One is one of those little hammers that you keep in your car in case I you... Am. Go into a pond or something. Old lady chasing up with a pole. <laughs> and the other one is just a piece of porcelain off of a spark plug. It'll shatter the hell out of a glass. Really? Yes. We I'm not going to say that we used to do this, but because, <laughs> but um, people would let's just say piss us off that uh, would cause issues with our little group so we drive by their house and throw little bits of porcelain at their car windows and oh okay i see what you're saying shatters boom right not saying i did that but it's possible yeah Mm -hmm. we may have done a lot of messed up shit like that i hear you um also uh, a speaker off of a blown 15 inch subwoofer the the magnet oh yeah if you can get those off of them, they're very difficult to get off of there. But if you can get them off and reach up under and pop them onto that, well, you probably can't do this anymore, but you would click them onto the frame of the car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that battery's dead pretty quickly. Oh, they're going to go through probably three or four batteries and maybe two or three alternators before they figure out what caused the problem. No shit. You're an evil genius, Bob. A homeless man on parole suspected of stabbing NASCAR star Bobby East to death in a California gas station. And then he's killed in a SWAT raid. So this gentleman right here, this gentleman who's out on parole. Is that Tom McDonald? You know, it's hard to tell. It might be. I bet his nickname is Scribbles. 
I'll tell you right now, he's probably transitioning to a woman as we speak. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He's dead. It is with a heavy heart I make this post that my brother passed away last night. It it hasn't hit me that he's gone. Please send your thoughts and prayers as we prepare for a hard journey. I love you so much, bro. Now, I understand that, you know, this gentleman right here is a, his family and, and people love him. I've lost a brother. It sucks. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he stabbed another guy and then he, he took on the police, well, which was, again. Is that how he died? Yeah. He was uh, killed in a SWAT raid. Yeah. So here's the deal. Do you see us out there, white people, uh, rioting or, or protesting because this piece of shit is now not on this earth anymore because he killed somebody else? Well, you don't get any social credit points for that. Right. Do we care that the, do we care that the police did their jobs and took this vermin off the planet? The ROI on you know that kind of a investment, which just is not, it's not as good as it is if they're a different skin color or a different yeah all this guy did was stop to get gas in his car and he was stabbed by this guy and then the police did their job and uh this gentleman resisted arrest maybe maybe not i don't care but the police shot him dead and as far as i'm concerned good shot good job what's his nickname what's his nickname yeah the wife calls him doodle <laughs> I so doubt he's married. I, I doubt he's married. No, my wife said oh, that. I got you. Yeah. That so, was- yeah. Again, uh, lawlessness uh, allowed. You know, people allowed to just start and and you can't protect yourself. You can't own a firearm or anything to try to protect yourself. God forbid, because you know you're not allowed to. Bob, believe it or not, you're not allowed to take a knife and stab somebody in the chest with it. It's against the law. There's a law against that. Well, we learned that, uh, or in the neck. Didn't we learn that last week with the bodega? Yeah. See, you're not allowed to stab another person, even if that person's trying to rob you and you fear for your life. In, in New, New York, York City, you can't stab a guy uh, or you'll go to jail. You have to, you have to be killed by the criminal. Okay. You have to take your, you have to take your, your life being taken. You, you can't have the normal, uh, just dna reaction to defend yourself can't have that i'm sorry go ahead there was a was it in florida i don't have the story but there was some antifa looking dudes trying to break into a guy's house and he'd come out blasting with an ar yep and did you catch that story yeah and guess what in florida i forget where that was uh, wherever it was i'm not 100 percent sure it was legal yeah, it was legal yep totally yeah. legal. so they're like all right sir well good shot thank you We'll get these pieces of shits out for your property. Yep. And uh, you know what? Have a good day. Do you need anybody to help you to clean up this mess? He said in a, okay, I'm, I've been corrected. It was in, it was in uh, Arkansas. Uh, Arkansas, not in Arizona. My bad. Yeah. It started with an A. Hey, listen. Over A-K-A-R. I don't want leads to dead. Yes. All right. So, so then we're not allowed to, we're not allowed to do any of that stuff. So where did I go? Oh, so over the weekend, a gentleman three dead in indiana mall shooting witness kills gunman three people were fatally shot two were injured sunday evening in an indiana mall after a man with a rifle opened fire in a food court and an armed civilian shot and killed him can i can i tell you how the today show presented this in their big when they first go on air their new story new story it was 
mass shooting in an Indianapolis mall. Mass shooting. It could have been. What defines that? More than one? Uh, well, that, I'll tell you that, what. That quantify mass? Yeah, I would say. I was, I mean, I'm not upset because there was only three plus the gunman, but I was kind of thinking, okay, 20 more died. No, it was three. I was not disappointed, I guess, but when they present it like that, it's just, yeah, it's kind of bad taste in your mouth. Okay, but here's the story. The, the story is what they're really not telling you. This guy showed up with a bunch of ammunition and a semi-automatic rifle. He went into the food court and he started shooting women. All right. And this gentleman, 22 year old from nearby Bartholomew County. Right. He was carrying a firearm at the mall. He pulled it out and he shot this gunman graveyard dead. Now, this is what this could have been way worse because this guy had a lot of ammunition and he didn't think that there was anybody in there with a gun. And he went and he was going to go around and start shooting people and killing people. But this citizen who was armed pulled out his gun and dispatched the criminal. And as far as I'm concerned, this is a good news story. Uh, this is a feel good news story. But they won't, the, the press and the media will not, will not take and use this angle of the story for the simple fact that if they do, that they will now be advocating. For people to carry guns outside of their home on their person to defend themselves out in public. And they don't want this. Now, this is a slippery slope because there's two different ways of thinking about this. That if you're in the food court and if somebody get, you know, <laughs> charges $1.75 for sauces, you know, somebody pull out a <laughs> right. gun and start shooting at the employees. I understand that. But there's there are people that have learned that, you know, that are law-abiding citizens that have been trained, own a gun, will carry it responsibly, and only use it in a situation like that. Well, that guy was only 20. The guy who stopped this asshole yeah. he's only 22. And I thought, wow, I mean, that's that's a dialed-in 22-year-old. Most of your 22-year-olds still don't know where their butthole is. Well, again, not, yeah, not all. Some. Some. And some the other thing that I thought, too, was, this 22-year-old uh, hero, let's just go ahead and use that term, he really probably had to gauge, like, okay, I need to go over here to do the shot. Like, because if you, if the bullet goes through him and hits somebody else, that's a problem. You have to take all of that in, into account, right? Yeah. When you, when you react like this, you, there, there's a lot going on there that's just not talked about. But uh, I would imagine, and again, I'm speculating, if I could profile this uh, young 22-year-old gentleman, I would imagine that he uh, probably hunted. Uh, he probably was raised in a family that uh, the some of uh, the family members were military, and he was out at a shooting range. You know, he takes gun safety as a very um, to, to heart, because I can't think of another word. So, and, and these are the people that we need in the mall. And here's the other thing, that now, and the next time somebody, some asshole decides to go, and armor up and go into a mall and start shooting people in the food court because they want to make a name for themselves or they want to be suicided by cops or, or whatever. This would be a deterrent because they never know who's going to shoot. Sorry. There's a comment. Uh, cowboy, cowboy says, um, I would imagine this 22 year old probably not eating Tide pods a couple of years ago, like others his age. <laughs> I would say so. He's probably a respectable gentleman, maybe will... uh, owns a, a, a tradesman, maybe. 
I wouldn't be surprised, you know, today's when all this news cycle is going to hit this particular event. You know, everybody's going to run it through their commentary decoders, all the MSNBCs and all them. And I wouldn't be surprised if we hear clips of, yeah, but this was in Indiana. So if this man, this hero's little sister gets raped and needs an abortion, they got to go to Ohio to get it because it's Indiana. Yeah. Well, of course. Let's let's deflect. Spin it. Yes. Yeah, let's spin it. Let's let's take the the, the the light off of this great deal. Exactly. You know what, Bob? You know what would be fun? Let's see if we could get this guy on the show. Let's see if we can get this young 22-year-old man okay, on the show. What, are you going to call him up? What's his digits? Oh, when you when you like to talk to him, when you like to ask what happened. Well, maybe we'll get him in like two three weeks because I'm sure right now he's probably doing Crowder and Alex Jones and all the others. That's what I like, Bob. Reach for mediocrity. Okay, I won't try. Uh, I don't want to have to wear a suit. I'm not going to wear a suit. I'm just going to talk to the dude. <laughs> Told you we're over opinionated and underinformed. Reach for that mediocrity, Bob. That's what the name of this podcast needs to be. Reach for that mediocrity. Reach for the mediocrity. Now, not the... <laughs> isn't he dead? Not the shooter, dickhead. The one that shot the shooter. <laughs> yeah, there weren't any names given, were there? Yeah, that I've seen. Yeah, oh, no, no, there's not. I'm yeah, sure it's just, just age and county and that they were, they were legally carrying. Listen. Farm. I'll take a few women our women fans and say, find this guy like he's trying to date your daughter and they'll find out everything about him. That's true. Well, I, uh, you know, what's weird is that yesterday morning I saw a TikTok video, which I didn't download because I was like, well, that's a non-story. But then this mall shit happened. It was a video of, it said the largest mall in Alabama. I could not tell you where that is. Um, it's not here. We only have one and it's horrible. It was beautiful. It's a beautiful mall, massive. And it was looked like the food court area in the shot. I kind of wish it was here. And they put up their watch and they showed it was like prime time for a mall to be busy on a Saturday, right? It was like 6 p.m. on a Saturday. There wasn't a single person in that mall. It was totally empty. They were basically saying that it was because of fear. Nobody wants to go to malls anymore because of the shit. Not that you're a mall guy. I can tell by the way you dress. You're probably like me. You're not really a mall guy, right? No. Right. But I can't remember you... the last time I was in a mall. Right. So let's say they had a sale on V-neck 8X t-shirts or whatever it is that you wear. I wear 2X. Would you let this stuff stop you from going to the mall? Would you let no. these all this violence that's going on stop no. you from going to the mall? Right. Me either. So Yeah. I don't know. So okay, I'm, more, I gotta... I'm more afraid of the line at the Chick-fil-A in the mall than I am anything else. There you go. All right. So Chris says they're both dead dickhead. I don't see that in the story. So if you know something that I don't know, Chris, no, I apologize. Both dead. I don't think they are. Dickhead. No, the guy who shot the gunman is. And, and, uh, and I'm lovingly calling you dickhead. I don't mean anything by it. Just call him Bellend. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, it's just the, the way that we allow lawlessness, the way that we coddle criminals, the way that we uh, don't allow people to defend themselves. I think that now, more than ever, that stores should be able to protect their merchandise. Right? Insurance should say, you know what, we're not we're not doing, we're not covering this anymore, and you have to. You have to protect your own merchandise and they should have security guards in there. And when this shit starts to happen, they should start rounding them up, 
and then um, cuffing them and then having the police come in and then prosecute them. You know, of course. Yeah. 20 years ago, if you went into a store and shoplifted, they could they could detain you. The security officers could detain you, could cuff you. They would call the police. The police would come. They would go down and press charges and they would prosecute. They would prosecute you. You would not get off with a with a warning. You can't do that anymore. So I don't understand how. I just don't understand this. This is just to make any sense to me at all. You know what else doesn't make any sense to me? But I find it funny. This one cracked me up. And I, I got to say, I, I do find it funny. You pay, you have Penn slammed for nominating Leah Thomas for NCAA's Woman of the Year Award. Another man is going to win a, a Woman of the Year Award. Cut me a break. What the hell? Well, I mean, why should they not win it? Because they're not a woman. They're a man in woman's closing. Well, neither so, was Jenner. He didn't, he's not competing. He's not competing in women's sports. This guy was 650th in the in the country in swimming. And then he decides to become a woman and going over and breaking all he's not again. He's not a woman. Why in the hell would they do that? And then women are like, oh, oh, how brave. How the they're taking over. You talk about the future, Rocky. Men make better women than women do. So men make better women than women do. That's the message. Yeah, except for the dick and balls. I don't agree with that, but that's the message. Right. I mean, again, this is the nonsense that we're going. It's Leah Thomas, transgender Leah Thomas, dick and balls having, lady dick having Leah Thomas is nominated by the NCA for Woman of the Year. How they're not canceled, just not, it blows my mind. Well, like I said, men make better women than women do. I guess here's a comment. I want to say Jenner won either woman of the year or person of the year. Oh, no. Well, when they went trans, uh, Caitlyn Jenner was, I think, was it, was it, was it vanity fair? I forget. They were, yes. they won woman of the year. And, uh-huh. and I think at that time they still hadn't had the bottom surgery. I could be wrong on that, but I think Did? that was pretty, pretty Did early have- in there. Yeah, Did that Caitlin was the the, didn't they? I think in that same year, didn't she also kill somebody in a car accident? Well, that's before she transitioned. Oh, my bad. Yeah. I actually have a picture here. I could send it real quick if I could find it. I don't want to sit here and drew, drew through this stuff, but oh well. Anyhow, I wasn't prepared for this. I can't find it. Just do what your former co-host does and just hold your phone up to your camera. Wait, does doesn't that, that aggravate the shit out of you? That works. Yeah. I do have it here. Give me one second. I'll put it up on the screen. It won't take long. You were talking a minute ago about people uh, breaking in, you know, retail stores, all this stuff. And, and it's, it's like, it's not just that this was, I actually heard this on uh, Eric Zane. I think it was Friday man arrested in Georgia suspected of stealing from Huntsville, which is where I live, Huntsville, Alabama, Huntsville, Amazon warehouse and others in the Southeast. This guy used to work for Amazon, I guess in 2020 and somehow kept his, his badge and his outfit or whatever. And he was just walking into these Amazon distribution centers and just ganking tens of thousands of dollars worth of shit all at once. He's getting like iPhones and that kind of shit. And he knows where all the good stuff is. All right. I, yeah. Uh, I have that picture of, uh, you ready? 
there's uh, Vanity Fair. Call me Caitlin. <laughs> Who did that? That had to be Dave. No, it was not. Either Dave or Jody. <laughs> this was long before that. That's uh, I did that. Wow. Really? <laughs> you, um, that, oh, that, you wanted to see what you'd look like thin. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. No, I, that actually got me a Facebook timeout. <laughs> uh, so Cowboy says, I, I lived in Scottsboro for most of my life. That's that's not too far from here. It's about uh, yeah, half an hour that way. That's cool. Yep. I'm getting all kinds of accolades now as a woman. Hot. Yeah, so I, I feel sorry for you, for you ladies. I, I'm I'm trying. I'm there. I'm advocating for you, but apparently, it's better to be a man than not to. I don't know. It's better to be a man than changing. I mean, I don't. I, I guess in a way, I'm kind of speechless. But the simple fact that. We're basically getting rid of a whole gender. For what? For for some people that have issues that should be seeing a therapist. Well, this is this is all this is all planned. Tinfoil hats on, everybody. This is all planned. This is what they want. They want they want us to quit reproducing, and this is one of the ways to do it. Man. It's it's not necessarily taking with our generation or maybe not even the millennial generation, but the Zoomers are all about it. Yeah, I, I it's just the, oh my god the the uh, the bravery the just I can't believe the bravery and 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 I have to apologize because I I did not uh, recognize uh, your bravery for uh, transforming into a woman. Okay, whatever. Again, not that I, 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 gotta, I hate when I have to say this. Again, it's not that I'm against it. I just, I, they're not, they're not women, okay? They're like a woman substitute or like a, they're not women. They're a knockoff. That's all. They don't have the same parts. They can act like one. They can try to be one. They're not. That's all. We're we're taking mental illness and making it something that it's not, or maybe ignoring it. Right. The world's becoming the Special Olympics, I'm Bob. I'm trying to say that everybody who is not hetero is mentally ill. I'm not saying that at all, but they're, I'm going to guess that the majority of these uh, men that are walking around in dresses have something going on upstairs that needs to be addressed. Can we blame it on CTE? Maybe concussions? Hold on. Let me see if you're trying to lead into your next story. No. Wasn't I was just asking a question? <laughs> that I know you're not. I was, that was a joke. Yeah. No. I was, was a production not. joke. No. Well, see, the thing is, I probably have CTE. I've had three major concussions. Never made me want to put on a dress. I don't know. I, again, never it, had the, I don't the, think pumping your head or getting hit in the head yeah. causes this. I think it's something more, more deeper and uh, emotional. Right. And again, it's not the transitioning. It's the transitioning because females, the transition into males that want to play male sports, we have no problem with because they're at a disadvantage. They're not, they don't have this, they don't have the advantage that men have transitioning into women's sports. It's, it's a clear advantage. And if you don't think so, see, have women try to take testosterone and then have to uh, drug test and they'll be taken out. Hold on now. I was watching 
uh, drag racing yesterday because, well, what else was I going to do with my afternoon? And there were women drivers that were getting their ass kicked. Was that was that because of the man no, versus no, no, woman no. thing? Hmm? No. Listen, there are some things that women compete with as you know on the same level as men. Uh, racing is racing is one of it. One uh, poker is another. A poker women can play poker uh, as well, if not better than men. I'll tell you, I, I've been playing a lot of poker lately, and I've got my ass kicked by See, women. You just say the words drag racing when you're talking about this stuff, and the chat uh, has to go the other direction. With yeah, it. I, I I thought you went. I thought you meant with guys dressing in drag. No, NHRA. Yeah. Uh, well, there's Leah Thomas, and oh, Brittany, uh, Brittany Force, John Force's daughter. She was leading the points in Top Fuel. I haven't watched it in a while, so I don't I know, know where that name. So it was yeah. There's Brittany. I mean, it's like Force. golf, you know. I remember that. It was a, a woman that won or an Asian guy that won, but I don't remember their name because I don't care. Uh, yeah, there's Brittany Force and Leah. Uh, what's her name? Uh, she's married. She married Tony Stewart. Leah Pritchett. Leah, Leah Pritchett. Stewart. No, she never changed her name. Leah Pritchett and, and uh, is married to Tony Stewart. So she's in Top Fuel and so is Brittany. And then in Funny Car, I think, um, I can't remember her first name. There's a woman in there who used to be married to Jesse James. The guy, the tattoo guy, the biker guy. Yeah. Jesse the um, the monster garage guy. Yeah. The monster garage guy, garage, monster garage guy that used to be married to my heartthrob, uh, Sandra Bullock. You ever think he ever like unzipped his pants, you know, and going in and is like, yeah, well, he was my real monster garage. Maybe. I don't know. He's uh, I, it, the thing is he must be some kind of, Svengali when it comes to Putang because he got uh, Sandra Bullock was married to her and then left her. That was in the miscongeniality days too, wasn't it? Oh yeah. She's like still prime. Yo, yeah. prime, prime. And then he was uh, banging some porn star. And then after that, he ended up marrying um, DiGiorio. And I can't think of her first name, but that's it. Alexa, Alexa DiGiorio. That's her name. And now go. that's good for you. See, it, if you just keep blabbering, it comes up. It just yeah, it does. Up. every once in a while. It just flies. It's like, in. it's like vomit. And you ate that meal a long time ago. So it took a while for it to show up in your vomit. It's, it's my mind. I'm looking around. It, I guess my mind is just a, a closet full of clutter. And then every once in a while, the thing falls out. Oh, there it is. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Alexa. It's right behind the box of 45 records. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were talking, um, the wife and I were talking Yesterday morning, we like to hang out and just bullshit about dumb shit. And it's like, well, you know, where, at what point were, you know, marriages registered with the, you know, local government? And I, I guessed it was probably, you know, Roman times in which, yeah, pretty much it was. But, um, it, and, uh, you know, uh, looking that information up, learned that, um, the reason that women take the man's last name is, Back in the day, it was part of ownership. The man kind of, that was a way for them to say, hey, okay, now you're owned by him. Yeah, that changed. I think that changed in the 70s, 60s, well, 70s. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Do you think that's going to become more common for you know women to maintain their last names? Even 
if you're not some big judge or some big uh, sports star or whatever, you know, a celebrity, even if you're just, you know, marrying John Jamingo, would you keep your last? I'll, I'm going to guess that women are going to be like, well, his last name does sound good with mine. Sounds better be- than my last, like Blankenship. What sounds better? Um, Jill Jamingo or Jill Blankenship? Well, Jill Jamingo has a nice ring to it, so I'm going to take Jamingo. So here's, so I have a theory on this, if if I, mm-hmm. I can. So here's my theory. Uh, so when I went to get married, my ex-wife was married before. They had a child together. And she said, I don't know if I'm going to change my name because this way her daughter won't have the same name as her mother. And I said, yeah, but we're going to have children and we're not going to keep your ex-husband's name on my children. So she goes, yeah, well, I don't know if I, I might change my name back to her maiden name. And I said, "Hmm." I said, let me think about that. I said, you know, if we're allowed to pick and choose about what we want to bring into the marriage, you know, you want to keep your maiden name fine. Uh, You know what I'm not crazy about the monogamy part of marriage. So you get to keep your name and I don't have to worry about monogamy. How about we do that? And then all of a sudden, the next thing you know, she took Domingo. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's true, though, because, you know, you have your kids. So that they would be calling her Jamingo, Miss, uh, Mrs. Jamingo. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. I kept my maiden. Oh, you're one of those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Now, okay. Where you would keep your maiden name or your name before if you got married is if you're older, uh, divorced, you're not going to have kids anymore. And you're just, you're getting married. And in that way, it would not be a problem. Well, my daughter was not allowed to have my last name. Okay. Yes. She was one of those. I was there at the birth, got to watch it. It was hilarious, by the way. It was one of the, like the mom actually laughed during it because the doctor said, push. She goes, okay. And she did. And she like waterfalled him. Wow. Look at that. All over his old head and everything. It was hilarious. I was literally right there going, and she started laughing too during while the baby's head was crowning or whatever you call it. And uh, anyway, so fast forward, the, the, uh, the county clerk, whatever comes in, just, just uh, hit your button person, that damn lady, she uh, comes in with her forms and we, you know, we're writing doing, you know, the birth certificate crap and put my last name, but we weren't married. And, um, they said, well, okay, do you have an affidavit of paternity? And I said, an, uh, uh, affahua, what? And they said an affidavit of paternity. And I said, what is that? I mean, I'm right here. I'm saying I'm the father. Did she step out? Yeah. Yeah. Are the you mother, the, real father? the mother's right here? Right. He's saying I'm the father. What's the, what's the argument here? Right. Well, said, well, you got to file an affidavit of paternity with the county. And I'm like, are, what are you talking about? And they said, well, when you do that, then you can get your last name. Then you can give your daughter your last name. Right. And you get a DNA test. And- well, I ended up going through and doing that because I ended up having to take full custody because the mother went off the freaking deep end with drugs. But um, anyway, pick them. Yeah. Well, they picked me. Uh, so. So at, at the end of the day, but I still, by that time, by the time all the paperwork work went through, my daughter was three years old. And I was like, you know what? She's probably just going to turn 18 and like, you know, marry some, 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 some kid anyway, and change her last name to that. So why even bother? So I just kept her last name as it was. So it's your fault. 
Well, the, I mean, it was already three years old. We already had her, you know, with a social security card. Everything was already dealt with. Like, okay, well, I, uh, screw it. You just, you were too lazy to change your name over. That's all. It's not, it's not like it, it's your fault. Well, but I know countless, countless, you know, dudes who had a kid out of uh, wedlock and their kid, they weren't even there when the kid was born and got their last name. Yeah, well, what state was this in? Alabama. See, I think they just want to make sure that it's not kinfolk. <laughs> That's why they want the DNA test. Oh, God. No, <laughs> there was no DNA test. I just had to. Oh, really? Had to file and have it, you know, notarized, whatever, that I, that, that I am the father or I'm going to take the role of the father of this child. And that oh. took three years? Three years. What does that mean? I, I'm, I'm an idiot. I don't, I've heard the word before. I don't know what it means. I don't know. Sankris something. Have to Sankris, do with Sankris. your back, like your like your testicles. Bob, I mean, Nick, use smaller words. <laughs> we don't understand that, and I'm I not meaning. Hold on. Um, regarded as too important or valuable to be interfered with. Ah, it's but it when it's a woman who's just gonna. Take somebody else's last name later on in life. Is it really that important? So what, you're, really. so what you're saying, Bob, is that if it was a boy, you would have put the effort in to have the name changed over yes. to your last name. Yeah, but well, no, because I just a girl. I've always said I wanted my last name to die because it's cursed. Oh, well, you got your wish. Oh, wait a minute. No, don't you have your, don't your brothers have kids? Um, yeah, but one is a girl. And the other one is um, probably never going to have a child. So there you go. Well, yeah. Good on you, Bob. I'm going to get my wish. Get your wish. All right. All right. So I don't think I have anything else. You got well, anything else? My uh, stepson sent in a story right before the show. Okay. Or at least that's when I got it. I'm not sure when he sent it in to me. Uh, it was text message, but I'm going to bring this up and I got to blow it up. It's, it's one of those articles. I, I couldn't find this on like a American, like regular site. So, ah, shit. I had it up and I took it out. I had it in and I pulled it out. <clears throat> Dead mosquito helps police arrest thief in China. And basically what it is, is this dude, dude broke in was ganking shit and he squashed mosquito on the wall and somehow that left dna yeah because the blood sucker took some of his blood and they took the dna from that right so i thought that was pretty interesting way uh oh they had to use the big word uh police collected the blood stains and sent it for deoxyribonucleic acid analysis uh, the how do you feel? That's another pet peeve of mine. As when, like a podcaster or a news, you know, journalist, whatever, they're 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 talking and they say the acronym of the word as well as what, like deoxyribonucleic acid or DNA. Just pick one and say it. You don't have to. Here's here's my thing on acronym. Like earlier, we were talking about BLM or Black Lives Matter. That's true. Here's my thing on acronyms, because I used to work for a company and they loved that. My God, they, they would make a, a system and they would change the system around just so they could make an acronym about it. So 
if you don't know what the acronym is, it's it doesn't mean anything. So you have to at least say at the top of what it is, and then you can use the acronym. But if you just throw the acronym around like everybody knows it, it's stupid. And again, think about the Chinese. Think about someone say, oh, you know what? What's this mosquito on the wall here? Let's check this thing. For That's pretty smart. That's some top-level detective shit right there. No? Yes? Well, yeah, that's that's pretty badass. It, it's, it, but how did they have his DNA unless he was already a career? Like, yeah, he might have been in a... Well, China. Oh, China. China, every, yeah. they got everybody's DNA in China. Mm, that, that's right. a lot of DNA. That's a lot of data to have collected. What are they, 1.4 billion? Hey, listen, they've 1. got 3. time. They've got resources. And they want to know who everybody is and what they're doing and all that other stuff. <sighs> all righty. Um, yeah, look. So Wobbly says ABC can stand for many things. Alcohol. What's the A? We have an ABC for it's alcohol something control. Alcohol. Beverage control. Wait. Ah, beverage control. Thank the you, Bob. See, we have ABC stores as well that are run by the by, by the state. I thought it meant Alabama Beverage Control, but yep, same thing. And I found them in other states, and I'm like, oh, well, it's not Alabama then. It must be alcohol, right? Uh, American Broadcast System or Company System. Hey, did okay. you hear? Did you hear? Uh, Biden went to ask beg for beg for fuel, oil. I tell you what. I, don't get me started on this. One. <laughs> there he is holding the gas can. <laughs> Whoever did that is a is a awesome. genius. <laughs> yeah, again, I I gotta tell you the fact that he's over there beg the fact that we're begging any country for anything it's ridiculous. I mean, it's so stupid, and the fact that we're not we've we've become a country where we now have to walk with our hat in our hand to somewhere else to ask for something is is stupid, and it and it doesn't mean anything because. As far as I'm concerned, th they don't mean any of it. He's like, listen, I'm here, so I'm asking you, but I don't want you to do any of this because we want the price of oil to go up. We want to get rid of fossil fuels because we got to get this population under control, and we can't control the population unless we can control the food supply, and we're almost there yet. Uh, so uh, we're going to do what uh, North Korea has done to their people. We're going to starve them into compliance. That's their plan. It's not going to work because they're already in Sri Lanka. They've already booted that government out. And I think, is it Argentina? Well, we also have the Netherlands, the Dutch. They're, they're uh, protesting. And then I think it's Argentina is also uh, protesting too. And they've already got the names of the people that, that, that's responsible for all this shit. And it's Klaus Schwab. And uh, all these, uh, uh, the Rockefeller, Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, Klaus Schwab, all these people. And that's what they're. Well, the big headlines, you know, that they do at the, at the beginning of the Today Show kind of sp spells it all out. It was systemic failure in Uvalde. The void of leadership could have cost lives. Many kids went to the hospital with injury and died on the way. And it was because they took too long getting into the room. That that whole thing was a travesty of justice, of and, a and and a black and it'll always be a black eye on law enforcement. And some say, well, they were waiting for a key for a door that may have not even be locked, been locked. There's so. so much shit that there's guys that they're out there. The police are out there on their phones. Uh, they're mm -hmm. 
there's a report well, now that they were yelling through the door. Could you please put your weapon down and come out? Well, there mean, were cops that, you know, were outside breaking windows of uh, classrooms and getting kids out through the windows, which I think was, was a, a very wise thing to do. But there were other cops that were uh, perched outside, um, you know, doorways, basically looking around a corner, you know, with their guns down like this, you know, ready to go in. And one guy says, man, what are we doing here? You know, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? Let's, you know, and in other words, let's go, let's, let's go in, but, but they're not allowed to just, you know, Rambo it. They have to wait till they have orders. That's bullshit. I would say, you know what I would do again? I'm not that guy. I'm not, I'm not a law enforcement officer. I'm just going to say that. But if I was a law enforcement officer, I took the oath. uh, I'd be like, okay, we've got shields. We're going to go through, we're going to take the first shots. Somebody please take this guy out. Well, there's other video of they were outside and they were going toward the building. And one guy was like, you know, you know, gunshots, gunshots, let's go run, run, go, go. And, and, and that's kind of the protocol is you run towards the gunfire. You don't just wait for it to end and then, and then wait till they invite you in, give you the green light. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I'll put the gun down. All right. I'm coming out No, 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 that, that, the more I hear about it, the more it infuriates me on how that whole thing went down. The guy who is was the uh, head of the or the police chief of the school police force, he, he's resigned and he's also resigned from the um s- uh, the city council. He was just elected to the city council, so yeah, their so, job is to run in and protect the. And again, I'm always the one that says that you know the police. You know, they'll, they'll run in and take care of it. And in this situation, it was just, I don't think this will ever happen again. And the reason I say that is I can't believe that there's not cops that are, I, I don't think that there's cops that aren't regretting the decisions they made on that day of course, every day for the rest of their lives. And I don't think there's any other cops that would ha- have a situation like that that would want to live with the fact that while they were standing in the hallway, some the innocent children were being murdered. I don't. I can't believe that any other cop would allow this to happen, even if they were told to stand down. They were like, "Fuck this! You can take my job. I'm going in there and getting this guy." So then they moved on to the Indianapolis mass shooting, which we already talked about uh, yeah. at the mall, and then it, then they went into global warming and Great Britain's first national heat emergency. It's 104 it, degrees. Don't be wrong. Then they had a woman say, it's most certainly human-caused climate change and not a natural cycle, says one meteorologist, that uh, we have to act now to stop climate change. So everybody, everybody listening right now, stop driving your regular vehicle and go and shit out like 80 grand for an electric car so that we can charge that car with coal. Oh, okay. First of all, was the meteorologist wearing a suit? It was a chick. So she wearing a dress? uh well she was it was like one of those like zoom meeting looking calls so he couldn't uh, okay and do they know this and, and how much with all this uh global they did have warming, an accent they did have like a british accent okay well the british accent well that's well it was it's great britain right so we've had all this global warming okay so the the seas are going to rise and all this shit's going to happen here's the funny thing if you go to plymouth rock that was, you know, when the the uh, pilgrims come over to this yes country. All right. And you go there, the water level's the same. 
the same. 1600s to now. All yeah. right. So you're supposed to have all this stuff. And again, if you go back to the 70s, where this was going to kill us, that was going to kill us, this was going to end the world. We were going to be uh, we're going to we're going to be dead in 12 years, all this other shit. Now, I'm not saying that the world's not warming, it is. And there and there's a but it could be natural. And all this bullshit about trying to get you know, climate control and nitrogen and, and killing cows and all this, it's it's to be honest with you, it's stupid. All right. And again, it's supposed to be how hot it's supposed to get in, in London. 104 degrees. It, it's been hotter than that. Jesus Christ, it's hotter than that. 104 degrees is like a, a spring day in Phoenix. It happens there all the time. Would you address the chat? I think keep spamming the same question and I don't understand. I don't know what to Again, I don't, when I, I understand level? the chat, I address the chat. If I don't know what they're talking about, I just let it scroll by. But it, what level? They want to know what level. I don't know what it's level. The, same, the, the, the water level on Plith Rock is the same as it was in 16 to whatever they came or whenever they came over. I don't remember. Um, no, that's 1492. I don't, 1640. I don't know. Anyhow, it's on the rock. It's, it's scratching into the rock. So you go over, check it out. You just go right now. All you people in the chat, go over and Google Plymouth rock and it'll tell you when it is. So the thing is that if it was the sea was rising, the rock would be on the whole. There you go, 1620. I thought it was 1620. December 1620, so it was cold. Right. Oh, uh, here we oh, go. They're, okay, they were saying that in France, it's going to be 103 degrees. They're painting the, the railroad tracks white to keep them from buckling. What? All right, so, so you're saying that, that railroad track steel or iron, whatever the hell it's made out of, can't handle 103 degree heat? Come on. Cut me a break. That's ridiculous. I, I don't know. Yeah, oh, no. Okay, hyperblocked. That's when Rosa Parks sat on the back of the bus. That's right. All right, so I didn't know this, and this might be true. Grumple still oh, says, Sorry, I'm, I'm not so, touching it anymore. Okay. It says Plymouth Rock was moved. It's not where it was. Well, God damn it, who moved that rock? I want answers. All right cool so, so i don't know why you're i don't know why you are arguing with hyperblocked he's sitting in there he's probably live streaming our live stream well no because then he wouldn't be in our chat if as a cartoon they were doing that okay so how about this one monkey up u.s government quietly acquires seven million monkeypox vaccines as fauci starts selling the product on tv which is true he's he's back back doing the rounds again God damn it, COVID. I thought you had two chances of taking this motherfucker out. He's 81 years old. So I asked COVID to do one thing. One thing. Take so this the, asshole out. The new order follows two previous orders from BARDA in June and July 2022 for 500,000 and 2.5 million doses, respectively, which, together with an order from BARDA in 2020 for 1.4 million, will bring the total deliveries in 2022 and 2023 to nearly 7 million doses. So you've got to get the vaccine for the monkeypox. See, you get the monkey... What happens when you get the monkeypox? What's it do? Does it does it kill you? Does the monkeypox kill you? Or is it like the chicken no, pox? But I can tell you what happens when you get the vaccine. It's an audio clip, so you'll have to listen. Okay. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Tell me if it's coming through here. 
tonight's medical alert, calcium supplements are so popular, but a recent study shows they can increase your chances of a heart attack. Studies show chemicals in cannabis are linked to an increased risk of heart attack. You might be vaping as a step toward quitting cigs thinking it's less bad, right? But guess what? It looks like it's just as bad for your heart. So tell us about this link between shoveling snow and heart attacks. Energy drink monster. Can it kill? The FDA says it has received reports of five deaths and one heart attack. They found that people who live near higher levels of traffic noise had a higher risk of having a heart attack. A recent study found being lonely and socially isolated can contribute to the risk for heart disease. 20% of people who present with either a heart attack or what we call an acute coronary syndrome actually have depression. The report indicates that particle pollution could cause an increased risk of heart attacks, strokes, and Getting a heart attack increases if you work out while you're stressed. Adults who ate several eggs per week had significantly higher cholesterol and were more susceptible to cardiovascular disease and death. Believe in Advil already caution users about possible heart risks. Now the FDA is strengthening those warnings. They raised it from these may cause an increased risk of heart attack and stroke to they do cause an increased risk of heart attack and stroke. So, yeah, so it's everything but what's actually causing the problem. Listen, shoveling exact- snow, John. Well, I'm not saying shoveling snow doesn't co- can, can cause a heart attack. It can. It's very strenuous for a long amount of time. And if you don't have a good ticker, so it's podcasting. Well, I doubt that. Here's the deal with you. The guy from, I understand, the guy, the head of Pfizer called and says, listen, I'll pay you guys good money. You need to take a defect, whatever is going on with this heart attack, away from us. We need to, you guys got to figure out what else can cause heart attacks and start and put that on there and tell them that it's, this is not the vaccine. The vaccine is not killing people. You need to sell this shit. You're not money I'm spending on you assholes. Get started and get the thing and to shovel snow and the, the noise pollution. And, the, and I don't give a fuck what it is. You take and divert whatever this is away from the vaccine. And if you do, I stop sending your money. I want it done now. I think that's how it went. Sorry, I'm having to address somebody in the chat <laughs> with uh, a link. They want to know how to get us a link, a video. Um, we're, we're kind of cautious about playing uh, unsolicited videos live on the show, but um, unless they're from certain uh, folks that we trust. Um, but, well, you know, if you get it to us in time, we're actually about to end here very soon, but that's how you do it. There's our Discord link in the chat. Uh, we have a, a room in that uh, Discord server called the hashtag Boomer Bunker, and if you drop it in there, we'll, during the show, sometimes we'll get it. Hey. Beforehand. Hey, oh, that, that, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. Um, all right, so yeah, I mean, we've well, I shouldn't say we've all, most of us have taken this vaccine because when they said, you know, take the vaccine, you won't get COVID, and then a bunch of us took it, and then people started getting COVID, and they go, Oh, okay, all right, all right. Uh, if you take this vaccine, yeah, you'll get you, you might get COVID, but you won't die from COVID. And and they're still touting that, but they don't know that. And and if you get the vaccine, you can still get it and you can still spread it. So what the fuck is it doing? 
what the fuck is it doing? All right. I think we may have just gotten a palate cleanser from Cowboy. Okay. It's a TikTok, so I'm going to guess it's not porn. Mm. Playing a game of whack fuck here. Whack. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> it's fucking around on your phone. I have another palate cleanser. Um, You've probably caught these videos and maybe just scrolled right past them i usually do because i'm kind of burnt out on them but this one had a really good ending it's the dogs who their owners put up these damn buttons with like commands on it and they go up and paw. i've never seen this before you've never caught that yeah they no. like program these things these damn buttons with their own voice to say like treat or outside or that kind of thing and they teach their dog to you know touch the button my wife has done amazing things with our dog teaching him to do stuff like we have a cowbell that hangs by the door, and when he needs to go out, he'll knock the cowbell, and we'll we'll let him out. It's great. So here we go. Yeah, can I help you? Treat. Nope, you barked. No treat. No. Yes, no treat. No. Bitch. Whoa. <laughs> so, oh yeah. my god that's amazing he just called his owner a bitch twice <laughs> oh, that's that's pretty cool. awesome. yeah yeah you know why because you didn't get up and get me my treat forthwith bitch i said treat you got to get up and get me my treat you sat there and then i barked and now you're not going to give me my treat bitch bitch there we go it's you know what the the dog has its own soundboard. <laughs> every, every dog needs a soundboard. Liar. Uh, you know he quit podcasting. Who? Uh, this the person oh. the person that gave us black people. Liar. Um, he is official. Well, officially, he's done with uh, podcasting. He is there a, a reason that you can discuss publicly or no? Uh, he thinks he just doesn't have it anymore to podcast. He feels that he well he's he's been he's been on a, a decline. I mean, I've I met the man in uh, mid early mid uh, 2019 and uh, spent a lot of time with this guy. We made quick friends and uh spent a lot of time talking to this guy and uh he was very interesting to talk to i learned a lot from him uh um he's a very very smart man uh well-read yes dave is this the same guy that you last episode you called a piece of shit I, yeah because he has turned into he <laughs> has turned into a big piece of shit all he cares about is just you know, he learns what your bruises are and he just presses on them and presses on them and presses on them and doesn't care that it bothers you, you know, as you're not allowed to have feelings in podcasting or, or any of that stuff, which, hey, I have become I've grown, you know, like a thicker skin, a podcast skin, if you will. But anyway, um, but yeah, he's been on, a, I think, even a cognitive decline. Yeah, I think that's what he said. You I know, think that's what it's about. So here's the deal. Um, he says he's leaving. He's left Rubbernecker, so now we'll start season five. There's only one original Rubbernecker. That's me. I'm, I'm the last. Well, you're turning player. into the band Saliva, I guess. When you go to watch them play, there's none of the original members. None of them. They're right. all hired guns. 
uh, playing cover songs under the uh, the big name, the brand that is Saliva. So my thing is that I would like to put another host in there that would be able to carry Rubberneckers on when I decide to stop quit podcasting. They could take the show on in perpetuity. Just keep it going. You just change band members and then and just keep the thing going on. So, yeah, I was shocked because we got into a little dust up because um, in August, uh, two of the members are going on vacation. I said, let's just miss a week. What's the big deal? And he didn't want to. And then I said, well, I don't feel like doing, you know, we can't get together and do a show before the show. And, you know, we, we usually do the show live and that would be a problem. And, and then he goes, well, then I guess if nobody wants to do it, I'll just say, fuck it. And then I just put in the chat, I just put arrows up and said, he finally gets it. And he goes, I guess I'll quit. And I went by and he went by, he left the server. He deleted his whole discord server. That's gone. Oh, really? I wouldn't know. Cause I, <laughs> I left it. I know. So, mm-hmm. you know, so he's, uh, no one's heard from him. He's, he's off into the ether. Um, well, I, you know, wish him well. Do you? And all do that. Really? And, I, and, I, and I do. Yes, I do. And I do. Um, I do appreciate the time he and I spent back in the day, you know, hanging out, you know, I, I, there's just nights I can't sleep. And I hate watching television and I wasn't into TikTok at the time and that kind of stuff. And I was, didn't really know much about Twitch. So I would hang out on Discord with Dave until, you know, midnight, one o'clock in the morning, uh, just bullshitting about everything, everything. And um, he was very, very interesting to talk to. And I'm glad that he would take the time and talk to me. He's very, very smart man, but he turned into just a, you know, everything that's taboo needs to be highlighted. And it's just like, I'm not into that. I'm not, you know, everything has to be as sick and as twisted as it possibly can be with that guy. And it it just got old for me. It got stale. Yeah. Well, listen, we've had beefs going way back. I mean, my name was mud as soon as I joined discord, which was fine. I don't care. Uh, But I'll tell you one thing. And if I say one thing about the show Rubberneckers, which we do Thursday nights live at 9 p.m., we are on Twitch and YouTube. <laughs> that show's on YouTube. Our show's not. That's what cracks me up. But here's the deal. Because you guys don't play Eclipse. So, the, yeah, sure we do. So the thing about Rubberneckers is it has really taught me more about podcasting than any other podcast I've ever been on. How was that? How was that? It teaches me what not to do. There's a lot of things that taught me what not to do. It also taught me how to uh, not take myself so seriously, how not to let people get under my skin. And I'll tell you what, that is something you have to practice. And the other thing it taught me is that I come here, all right, and we have people watching us right now, and I say things and I give opinions and I make jokes and I could offend people and I could, and people could think I'm not funny or they think that I'm stupid or whatever. And that's their opinion. And I have to accept their opinion. I am here performing and I have to accept whatever they say about me. And it took a long time to figure that out. That's tough. That's tough when, when people, you know, come in and, and, and berate you or say stuff. And now it's just like, okay, all right. Thank you. Thank you for your opinion. That took a, it took a long time. And just the way there's a lot of things that that show taught me about podcasting. And I've been doing this for 10 years and it took that show to really kind of, I don't know, season me, almost temper me like steel. 
You know what I mean? Banging steel against steel. Yeah. So uh, I well, I still like it. It's a different show than this show uh, because well, we, we're not top, know, news topic heavy. Yeah, we're we're more in the trying to tell you what the media doesn't tell you kind of thing or, or a different angle or trying to call them, you know, hypocrites and liars. Um, uh, as well as trying to, if we can inject an element of uh, comedy somehow, but um, you guys tend to have a, a no, no holds barred uh, approach in regards to content. Uh, I'm not really into the adult, the adult themed content and you guys really don't, don't care. Nope, we don't give a so, shit. I mean, if, if anybody ever watches old episodes of uh, Rubberneckers, you'll notice when they start talking about adult-themed stuff, I kind of pull away a little and don't really talk much because I'm not interested in it. I don't care. I, I spent my teens, 20s, 30s, and probably most of my 40s being a, you know, gutter, gutter-mouthed, you know, just everything's just a joke, and uh, I, I just got tired. Everything's a dick joke, and I just got tired of it. So did you find it? Huh? Did you find the Lord? Well, I yeah, but that doesn't have a lot to do with it. I don't think I don't think I don't think it's that. I just just get burned out on the same stuff. I get burned out on talking about all this crap. That's why earlier I I went into you know hey what do you what's the weirdest thing you've seen at a a red light or why do weathermen wear suits you know just it, it may not be mind blowing content, but some people do want to hear us just banter back and forth about yeah, that's what podcasts are all about shit that's not mind blowing content <laughs> it's supposed to be mind blowing content bob i don't know if anybody told you this is supposed to be something where you got people go oh my god yeah or i, I don't know so people say to me that one of my things is that i just yell over people so i'm being trying to be cognizant of that do me a favor on on my count uh three two one hit that button that i always ask you to press because I need this for my, um, for my board. I could just send it to you if you. No, like. I'm gonna I'm gonna create one right here live on the show. I'm gonna add something to it. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. Black people. I thought you were gonna say nigga. No. There we go. <laughs> Wanted to add, now I've got that, and I can clip it, and it's in. I don't have to edit shit. It's great. So, right. Um. <sighs> so should we address the? So we have a lot of fans or former fans of the Eric Zane show. And Eric is calling it the mass exodus, the 2020, 2022 mass exodus of his show, where a lot of his uh, fans are not fans anymore. And the, the thing is that there's th that show for many of them for years has been a staple. I mean, it's been a morning routine and, uh, and they're not very happy with Eric and, and again, as a performer or someone at the podcast, I mean, it's got to be tough. And I don't have any advice to give Eric to stop this. I mean, he, he does his show. And and here's the thing. He's got to be true to what he wants to do. That's what I do know about podcasting. If you If you try to appeal to everybody, you appeal to nobody. There's a lot of people that hate this show. Sure. And, and, and what I don't want is I don't want this show to be uh, in the battle with the Eric Zane show. I like Eric. Um, I listen to a show when I'm up at that hour. Uh, and then sometimes, you know, I'll listen to the show as a podcast afterwards if I don't catch it. So what I don't want is I don't want the Eric fans 
to be to take the, have this show in competition with Eric's show. I don't. I think what we have is a uh, not a competition, but a cooperation. I still tune into Chew Eric's show, but there's times that he's talking about things that I'm not all that interested in, or I catch him at the beginning of his ad reads, and I'm um, I'm at work. I need something to get my brain going, and hearing about Irvine's auto repair doesn't do it for me, or hearing about you know. Uh, his uh, wife did this this weekend. That's 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 all cool. But and I, I like Eric and I like that he shares that with his group. But at the same time, I'm I'm looking for news stories. I'm looking for hot goss, you know, regarding news stories that are going on. So I'll, there's other Twitch shows that I'll tap around on and find. And I do that to everybody, not just his show. I'll jump into Plain Talk John. And sometimes he's talking about abortion again. So I'm like, I've already heard that. I'm fucking blue in the face. So next, next dream. And I'll check out, uh, you know, uh, a preacher or whoever, you know, the only show that I don't really deviate from very often is uh, so wobbly. And uh, that a matter of fact, that's why I was watching Eric Zane uh, last Friday because wobbly wasn't, was unable to do it to his show. So yeah, I, boom, I was in Eric's and Eric was talking about some, pretty cool shit so i uh, hung out and said hi you know in the chat yeah. so. my thing is and <clears throat> and you've heard me say this i think that you got to put your best stuff up front your best stories your best you got to hit the ground running you got to hit hard yeah. and keep people and then as you get into the later part of the show like now the real fans will still hang in here with us they'll still hang, hang in here and for the personal stuff that's that's fine our that's our, our viewer count hasn't dropped the entire show yeah, which is great. I, and I appreciate everybody that's here. Even if you, even if you're hate listening, I appreciate you. So the thing is, I've always said that podcast listeners are like deer. They're hard to attract and easy to spook. And, you know, he probably, and Eric probably thinks, you know, that the mass exodus that's going on there, you know, that he can replace and he probably can. Uh, but, you know, like I said, he's got to do his show and, you know, him and, and uh, Dean who's here, you know, they've, they got into a, a scrap and, and I see both sides and I understand, you know, you know, he really de did and, and publicly did Dean dirty and, and Dean doesn't have a, a platform to come back at him. So I understand Dean. Well, I get it. You know, Eric does do the right things in regards to he'll do things like guest host on shows like WATP, which can, could potentially greatly broaden his audience. Right. I guess that's me. I guess he's waiting for me to dance. <laughs> well, we're both fat. Uh, you're, yeah, you're just fat. Fat, way fat. So, but anyway, so, but I don't think that, you know, WATP's audience, if they go, well, hey, you know, this, this Eric Zane guy sounds pretty cool. He's got a good voice. He's funny. I'm going to check out his show. Then they go and check out his show and it's nothing like WATP. Now yeah. there's a little bit of that sarcasm and when Eric, you know, calls people dumb shits and dumb fucks and this you know i i hope that covid comes back and kills everybody that kind of stuff when he makes those kind of absurd comments yeah it's okay that may be in the realm of watp uh their you know listener base but i don't think i like eric needs to go on other shows that are kind of like his yeah, well i think in, you know what i mean pull in so if viewers. you listen to morning radio uh, nobody's up at 6 a.m. Usually people are up running around 6, 7 a.m. So what the 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. is just like a it, it basically is just people warming up. And I think that's what he does in his show. I think he talks about the personal stuff that's going on in his life. So if you come from WATP and you go over there and, and, and you listen to the first 
20, you're trying to hang in there for the first 20 minutes. And he's talking about, you know, his brother-in-law who he takes care of and, and yeah. shit that's going on. I, I, they're like, what the, I don't, what's this? I don't, I don't right. know. Well, Again, I'm sure that he wants to, I'm not, I'm critiquing. I see that as more for the long time, you know, listeners of his, because uh, he was a, a radio guy for a long time prior to mm -hmm. having his own, you know, podcast or Twitch show, whatever you want to call it. So, and I, I, so, and I don't think that he should take that away, but there's, there's gotta be a point at some point in his, you know, career doing this, because this is how he makes his bread and fucking butter. Um, that he's going to have to maybe ignore a little bit of trying to, tr trying to appease to, to his, to his long time audience with the, what the wife did last weekend stuff and just push more at what the audience, what the bigger audience wants, what the newer audience wants in order to maintain them. Now, this guy here, um, this guy here, wobbly. So wobbly, uh, if you're in Twitch, you can probably click on his name and go to his channel and give him a follow. He starts out at 6 a.m. My time. So that's 7 a.m. Yours, right, John? So, yep. Um, which I think he's in California. So that's 4 a.m. for him. He's live and he's, he plays clips, news clips. It's a hodgepodge. He's a coffee drinker. So sometimes it's about coffee. Sometimes it's a Tucker Carlson or whatever, you know, and, and he's the last couple of shows that I've watched, he's done really good, uh, commentary, um, in regards to where this country's going and what we need to do. And, and it, I love hearing it because he's an older man. He's fought for this country. He's well-educated. He's retired now. Um, and he's, he's made what I call all the right moves. Okay. So I, a guy who's got more fuck ups in his past than anything else needs to listen to a guy like this because, because he's wise. So I, I enjoy what he offers. There you go. <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. I like a show too. I think his show's good. Uh, I'm not dancing, but you know, sorry. If you're here for dancing, stick around. I shouldn't say that here, Bob, this is what I'll do. You know what I'll do? I'll dance next episode. Stay tuned for that. Shut right? your fucking fat mouth. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think we've said it all. I think yeah. we've done it all. Work, man. I've got to go paint a unit and then I've got a dermatologist appointment today at three. So oh, really? Yeah, I got a bump on my arm. It's been bugging me. Okay. Well, I hope um, it's not cancerous. Yeah. All right. So anyhow, we will be back here on Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 Central, and wherever the hell else it is when you where you live. And uh, we will uh, talk to you Wednesday night. Ooh, we need to do some karaoke. Oh, my God. I've been slacking, dude. I, I haven't edited the last episode. Well, I got into three arcade games, and that's kind of been taking up my time. So, Dude, I'm up to, just so you know, just as a, as a VR poker report, my bankroll right now is $3.5 in fake chips. See, like I said, you're a better man in VR than in real life. Oh, I've me. also watched you. Um, when you when you live stream your VR uh, escapades, I have also noticed that you're nice to everybody at the table, like you're kind. Yeah, well, it, when you're playing poker, it's a, I feel I feel it's a gentleman's game, or it's a I shouldn't say a gentleman and ladies game. And if I do so, and there's a certain etiquette if you're a real poker player, there's a certain etiquette that you. Okay, do, you so if it was you and I at a poker table, are you, are you going to be as kind to me? No, 
No, well, we would, uh, don't get me wrong. There's times where I get in there, people are yucking it up, and we break balls and everything. I'm all fine about this. Let me just tell you one last one VR poker story. I got to tell you this story. So I, I, I've been playing a lot. I play a lot. We all know this. So there's a guy that shows up, and he never talks. And he has a derby hat on, glasses, and he has a pipe in his mouth, virtual, of course. And his name is Mr. All In. And Mr. All In shows up at the table, and all he does is shove all his chips, every hand. Doesn't matter what he has, he does it every hand. I and like he's that. Been, he's been at my table three times. And I love the fact that Mr. Owen is there because it pisses the rest of the table off. And what I do is I commentate. I go, because guys will still still they'll limp, they'll raise in or whatever. And then all in. And you have no idea what he could have kings, he could have crap. He could have a two and a four. So and so people try to call him. And if he don't, sometimes he goes out firsthand. And sometimes he knocks like six players out of the tournament. And I love this, right? So he comes in. I go, oh, Mr. All-In's here. Thank God. So they're like, Mr. All-In. I go, oh, you got to. I said, Mr. All-In is exactly what his name says. He just shoves in All-In. So he does it three times. Everybody folds. So then somebody gets all cocky. And they get like a big hand. And he knocks them out with like a three and a seven. And the fights. And so we, that's when the... That's when it's not kind anymore. So he, uh, why are we playing music? Because it's because it's poker stories. And this is poker face. Oh, yeah, that's that off. That's nothing to do with poker. So anyhow, um, so uh, it's a lot of fun. I'm trying to start a poker league. If anybody's got VR goggles and want to go to Poker Stars VR, and uh, and we'll friend each other in there and maybe we can start a poker league it's a lot of fun but anyhow all right i'm done we'll be back here next wednesday night everybody thank you for hanging out we lost one person the poker story sent one person out of here well he's he announced his departure that was that that was dean okay Said he's all, right, leaving the league. all right i'm uh i'm heading out of here too uh maybe wednesday night i might be in the downstairs studio we'll see but 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 butter face Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye, motherfucker.